0: All right. Um, wow, man this this is um, <laughs> you know I never really know how to start these things. Like I've done so many episodes, and I'm like, how do we really start? What's what's like a an efficient, good way to start these things? And I'm just like, you know what? I don't know.
1: This is inconceivable. In a world where
0: laughter was king. On the face. space.
1: speed. Go. We get together, have a few laughs.
0: the universe.
2: Here I am. I'm drinking. We could start rock. using wacky sound effects for we uh, audio. We could. We could throw some boner like, sounds. Can like we, we just something? came busting in a door. <laughs> ah! It's the <laughs> cinematographers of the universe. You know, oh you do a Monty God. Python. It's, like it's, a 70s
0: action flick. Oh my oh, yeah.
2: God. I love it. I love kung fu hustle,
0: but with 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 podcasts. Oh yeah, um, we, we could
2: toy around with all sorts of things. We we, we do whatever we want. <laughs> whatever we do, whatever we want. It's our it's our podcast, and if you yeah. to us, that's your problem, not ours. Yeah, we're <laughs> 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 just yeah. a couple of
0: guys that likes talking about movies. Just uh, a couple of
2: white broads. We're we're just a couple.
0: Just a couple of tasty bites. A tasty, of tasty bites. bites. Tasty bites. You might get a bobcat go with impression. You might not. I don't know. You never know when it's gonna go. Hey, um, we're here. This the cinema of the, the universe. Of See, that's terrible. That was
2: that's terrible. That that's is so the kind of quality so content.
0: You know, I'm reserving myself because, like, it's later. It's later at night, and I don't want to upset Jack the podcasting dog. Because if if I if I hit that perfect bobcat register jack the podcasting the dog. ears will it's perk up like oh. yeah it perks right up he's like hey, hey are you talking about bobcat You Bob do an, you do an Goldblatt. episode of pod Cinemasters universe i want to be in
2: i need to be in that one
0: yeah he he's he's always talking about his big break
2: he's, he's the always, official podcast dog
0: bugs me all the time he's like why won't you let me be in a why don't you let me be a co-host come why on man you're, you're a dog you just bark. Nobody understands you. And he's like, "That's not fair. I'm a dog. I could. I have like the whole canine listenership. I could bring them.
2: I'm at least in. as good of a co-host as Kelly Ripper.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome Thanks back. For tuning in to the Welcome back, of the Universe podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is where we're gonna talk. This is, this episode is dedicated to 70s television.
2: 70s television. <laughs> WKRP in Cincinnati. Trivolta.
0: Good old John Travolta. Uh, no, no, this is a movie podcast, and it we're, is. we're gonna we're gonna try we're gonna attempt to get things back on track, get a little bit a little normalcy to everybody's lives. Uh, sorry we've been away. Uh, last episode was intended to be this episode, but we you know we we kind of got we kind of got caught up in like the state of the universe. We've Actually, been fighting the, the Rona. We've been fighting the Rona, and
2: it it's, punching it in the face.
0: Why why bother? Why why pretend like it's not going on? It's on everybody's mind. Everybody's everybody's looking for toilet paper. Everybody's, you know, it's it's a crazy thing. And movies movies are upside down. And the like release dates are getting pushed. And here we are trying to like talk about things like they're not and they're not happening, but they are. For we for an that. illness, for an we illness. Address that does... that. And guess what? When you're listening to this, we beat we beat the coronavirus. We, did we won, it. everybody. We won. We won. We beat the
2: I used an average, regular amount of toilet paper to do so, <laughs> and we
0: defeated the Rona, and we got we got dumped on, we got dumped marshmallow juice all over us, just yep. like at the end of Ghostbusters. And it was triumphant. Who 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 knew saw that coming? Who saw that ending? I didn't see it coming. George did you Lucas, see that coming? Did did you expect to see Matt Mercer and and Nick Wright, like you know, peel out of a concrete tear dog? Like that, I mean it was insane.
2: That would have been crazy. (laughs) It was crazy. Let me tell you. It was crazy. Oh, but
0: but I digress. It's all behind us now, everybody. It's all behind us. We're we're ready to get back to back to the usual, usual fun shenanigans that you're used to at the Cinemas Universe. Hey everybody, I'm one of your co hosts. I'm the host of the left, Ron Avis. I drink.
2: And I'm your co host of the North, Adam Peterson. And I know things. Yeah.
0: And today we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to do a little bit of recasting and a little thing we like to call Who Played It Better? Who Played It Better? And if you're not familiar with that topic, that particular bit of fun, what we do is we assign each other a movie, a classic movie. And the challenge is let's recast that movie with modern actors. Yeah. And a lot of times, like I want to put your typical actors in there like Adam likes to stretch it out a bit he he his 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 depth of knowledge and film is is deeper than mine and mine's a bit shallower like I just want to keep putting Seth Rogan and Tom Holland and everything <laughs> I
2: I have uh, I, I will admit because I went more I went more mainstream with this one okay good deal I good did. deal and uh, for the two films that we've selected for this episode
0: of who played it better? You gave me the assignment of Caddyshack. Yes, the 1980 classic,
2: classic film
0: comedy that just changed things forever. I mean, you got uh, Chevy Chase, you got you got Bill Murray, you got Ted Roddy Knight, Dangerfield, you got Ted freaking Knight. Hello. I mean this is just just amazing. Brian Doyle
2: Murray. <laughs>
0: you got another
2: Murray in there. You got two Two movies. Murrays. You've doubled the Murrays? You did. You doubled the Ripostrous. Murrays. No wonder this movie
0: was a gigantic
2: success. So much Murray.
0: And and what movie did I assign to you, sir?
2: You gave me The Three Amigos from yeah. 1986. Oh no. I <laughs> one Jack
0: one the one podcasting dog is barking. <laughs> he heard Bobcat. He heard Bobcat. He did I screwed up I mentioned Bobcat I tell you what let me let me go up there and make sure he's okay and I'll be right back down
2: I'll be here Okay. this is the part of the podcast that's brought to you by podcast water the water's so good you can drink it while you're recording a podcast coming up next all new all the time Ted Nugent's podcast right after this When you think about it, there probably should have been a welcome back Cotter movie. I think the only original cast member not still with us, I want to say, is Ron Palillo, who played Arnold Horshack. I believe all of the, well, maybe Gabe Kaplan's wife. She might be dead. I'm not sure. Should look that up. I'll we'll look at it a moment. Let's look that up. Welcome back, your dreams were your ticket out,
1: welcome back, to that same
2: old place that you laughed about, well the names have all changed since you hung Marcia, Strassman, could be a German name maybe, seems like a little German, So is she still alive? No she's dead, she's dead, so she was also the mom in Honey I Shrunk Kids. She died in 2014, age 66, in Sherman Oaks, California, doesn't say. But I'm going to guess it was a botched home invasion. Let's see. I know Gabe Kaplan. I'm like 98% sure. Still alive. I know John Travolta still alive. Welcome back. Welcome back. He's still alive. Yes, he is still alive. So we still got Gabe. Still got. Let's see here. Do we still have Juan Epstein? And I know what you were Was there some nope, he's dead too. Juan Epstein, played by Robert Heggis, died, Higgis, died in 2012. We yeah, we're so we're down we three cast members. If oh. we can't maybe. ready boom boom Washington right by Lawrence Hilton Jacobs he is still alive so we got we're three three out of six so I don't think we're making this movie I don't think we're getting a welcome back kind of movie it's a shame There, I am.
0: Fantastic. all right, you, so You've I got am. a
2: lot of material about a Welcome Back, <laughs> Cotter movie.
0: <laughs> Ooh, did you recast Welcome
2: Back, Cotter into a movie? We well, we would have to because three of the six main characters uh, are dead. Okay. So, we still have Gabe all Kaplan being
0: played by John Travolta.
2: He could do it. He did mm-hmm. it in uh, Battles Battle Star Earth. Battlefield. Did he Galactica? do multiple
0: characters in Hairspray or did he just play the the girl?
2: I think he just played the lady. Yeah,
0: he just played the lady. Okay. So just the lady. I'm back. I took Jack the podcasting dog out. He didn't have to go. He, he
2: just, just wanted to.
0: He just wanted me he just wanted to get me out.
2: Just wanted to feel like a part of the a part of it all.
0: Yeah, so he's part of it. He got his wish, and then I tried to bribe him with some cheese. I gave him some cheese as a treat. Hopefully, he'll he'll pipe down long enough for us to get through this. Did you
2: put a sedative in the cheese? Uh, I gave him some some spray cheese. Ah, <laughs> it's so good. it's kind of like a whippets. Hmm?
0: Yeah, kinda. While I while I was upstairs, I went ahead and got me a fudge round.
2: Ooh, fudge a round! Debbie's a delicious round. little Debbie treat.
0: You know, It occurred to me, like, we, we, we haven't pimped podcast water.
2: Actually, you'll find uh, when you're going back through the audio <laughs> that there was an advertisement for it while you were away. <laughs> Damn it. There was an advertisement for Ted Nugent's podcast coming up next as well.
0: Mm, fantastic.
2: All People Nuge, all the time. That. I will let you know as well that Welcome Back, Cotter, the complete series on DVD, is out of stock on Amazon.com presently.
0: People need their Cotter, man. Another it's victim of the Rona, <laughs>
2: canceled by the Rona. It's it's not in stock until April nineteenth. I'm going to discuss
0: you, and I'm going to discuss like anybody who's listening right now. I'm actually drinking bourbon and eating a little Debbie fudge around right now.
2: I got a stack of Airheads uh, that I've been I've been eyeing <laughs> for the last couple hours. They're just sitting right there. I'm just. I got some jello. There's always room for jello. Mm. One of the positive things about the the uh, the Rona is mm. when all of this is over then I feel like I will have a reason for why I look like the way that I do. It's like, ah, oh, the, the Rona, man. was rough. Gain weight because La Rona. I used to be in shape. It was a, I used to have washboard abs. It was a large pear-shaped, and now I'm just larger pear-shaped, but I was in shape. Dude, I am so lazy. I have not shaved
0: in, like, two weeks. I have, like, you should, I have like the scruffiest scruff right now.
2: You should come out of this with a full beard, like a Santa Claus beard. That would be amazing. Nah, I just look like
0: a peach. I just look like a Santa peach.
2: <laughs> I would love it, though, if like, it was like, hey, hey, let's get together and do the podcast. The show was like, you have a full Santa Claus beard. Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, you You guys didn't know.
0: Like, just a white beard. Full head of dark hair on top, white beard down below. Just like my pubes. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, I was saying, we are talking about who played it better. We are. I am are. Caddyshack. You are doing the classic. The Three Chevy, Amigos. Chevy Chase is making an appearance in both of our movies. Yes. How about that? The Chevy. 1986's Three Amigos, a classic. I love it very it much. What um, was a Lauren Michaels produced movie? Did you know that?
2: Yes. And uh, Randy you got a friend in me uh Newman Randy, <laughs> really yep Newman. he was in on that well, I did not know that that's fantastic
0: that's that's a bit of trivia here right there with of the of masters universe that's where you get it that's that's the and I know things part of I drink and I know things exactly. that's that exactly like I'm drinking and eating little Debbie's, and Adams giving you some he he's just like pumping you up full of knowledge
2: yep you got this is a John Landis directed yep yeah, uh, was this? This would have been after his legal trouble with uh, Twilight oh, Zone. Oh yeah,
0: really. after the Twilight Zones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
2: So He's good to get see him bounce back, that he good back.
0: With the people. Uh, when well, he did a good job, you know, could, yep. like Steve Martin, Martin Short, Chevy Chase in the movie. Oh yeah, that's oh, the way to do it. You're in. You're, you're in. in. In like it's Flint. All, all
2: murders are forgiven. <laughs> exactly. You could murder a <laughs> bunch of people. Murder as many people as you want.
0: Absolutely. All right, so I tell you what, um, I don't know who should go first, but I'm feeling like you should go first. Me, <laughs> I'm just gonna just, nominate you.
2: <laughs> I, I can roll with that. That's fine. <laughs> I, I I went with. I promised to go first next time. No, so, I, I have no qualms about going first in the least. You're not shy.
0: No, you have. I'm you, not, and you're you're ready to dive into this thing. Like I who, am. Who's gonna re? You gotta recast. Like who who, <clears throat> who has the chops to sing "My Little Buttercup."
2: I uh, and you I, gotta I'm,
0: keep, you gotta take that into consideration.
2: I did, yeah, and, and I think I, some of these because I think all of these, all of these choices are relatively. I mean, like I know a lot of times I'll come out like, "Hey, here's a guy that me and the actual guy are the two people that have heard of." <laughs> uh So I'm you just do that run- with
0: female actors a lot. I happens. do, yeah. You, you um, really give lots of credit to uh, up and coming female actors. See, I am, I You're am, doing I'm more for young female actors than. That, Anybody Sounds else? Wrong, more than Elizabeth Banks, you know. Yes. More, more than like you. You are better for the industry than Charlie's Angels was. I'm just and gonna say that right now. All
2: of my work is above board. Just mm-hmm. want to throw that out there too. For sure. This, this is this is not no a, funny uh, business is going on. No, nope. nothing. We're not. Uh, this isn't Miramax. No We're hashtags not playing necessary. Those games. Nope. No
0: hashtags necessary.
2: Nope. I'm. I like to. I like to, uh, In I like fact, to recognize your the three
0: ladies. cast all female.
2: <laughs> yep, everybody, all of them.
0: It's gonna be Leslie Jones. It's gonna be Kate McKinnon.
2: <laughs> Just to, it's it's gonna be. It's there's gonna be gonna Ghostbusters,
0: be, but this time everybody's gonna not
2: hate. There are gonna be a lot of really angry people. At maybe, my, maybe. Yeah. Okay,
0: I was wrong about this. My instincts were all wrong.
2: All right, so tell me,
0: tell me, sir, tell me what you got.
2: So let's see. Uh, As as always, and because we are talking about the ladies, I will. I I I recast six roles from this. Six roles, Um, okay. Six roles. I did Carmen, Jefe, El Guapo, fantastic. uh, Ned, Dusty, and Lucky. Okay. All right. So I, I went with. The, I know there are other characters. I mean, like I know that like, you you John Lovitz was in the movie for a, a brief moment. There were there were an, a number of people that I could have if I really wanted to. But I was like, all right, just to keep. But this, these are your main guys. To keep this succinct, let's do. I'll do six.
0: Okay. So I like it. <clears throat> Any
2: more than that would just be doing indulgent. It, it does. It's. It seems. It seems like at that point, i was just like, I want to listen to myself talk for the next forty five minutes. <laughs> I'm so, recasting Villager number 10. Yes. All right. So the guy that walked past the set, his <laughs> name, I believe, was Jeff. Uh, I'm recasting him with Kefe. a different guy yeah, named a, Greg. Yeah.
0: Greg, yeah. Greg's going to do a great job on the he remake. He was the guy who, who walked past the chicken.
2: <laughs> He's got really cool sunglasses. Mm, yes. All right. Glasses. So I'm I'm kicking this off with Carmen.
0: Okay. Carmen Who origi- is the show so that is the love interest of uh Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. She was
2: originally played by Patrice well, Martinez.
0: Yeah. And she put out the uh the original um uh job, I guess you'd say, right? She
2: yes, out- she came in yeah. search of the the right. three amigos. She's hiring the
0: amigos. Okay.
2: So as as per usual though, I, I did I did want to try and fit even if I had a name that really just came to me. I, I like to kind of put it in a, a, a test against it like okay can i come up with two more names so oh, all of yeah, these have... you're great at that you're great i do that. i like to do the three names just so that i make sure like all right you always should i me making that. the right choice here so um the the three choices and and i i didn't i um i didn't get as super specific with the ages when i was picking because a lot of times when i've done these in the past so like i'll try and pick Actual actors that are around the same You do. You try to be pretty Um,
0: pretty faithful to the original ages. You don't want to make things awkward and weird when you're watching the movie. Like, oh, all these cast members are 20 years and younger. It's like, what?
2: Zac Efron cannot play Dumbledore. That's just so (laughs) weird. No, no. What? He doesn't even have a beard. And he looks really buff. Why doesn't he wear shirts? Dumbledore always wears shirts. It's making me Um, feel bad about myself.
0: (laughs) I shouldn't feel bad about. I shouldn't be envious of Dumbledore.
2: (laughs) Yes, that is not something that we should. uh, Michael Gambon body body. uh, issues. I've body shamed everyone via Harry Potter (laughs) recasting. Whoops. Mm. Uh, So the three names that I came up with. He is ripped. (laughs) Dumbledore was in the Baywatch movie. What?
0: He shaved his bikini area. Why? This is. This is awkward. He should be a mentor to Harry Potter and nothing else. This they're really
2: close. This is making me feel uncomfortable. His bones way adult. too 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 steel. Why are why is the camera so zoomed in on Dumbledore? <laughs> this isn't even a scene that he's, he's really so focused on. his Nethers. I, I can actually hear other people talking, but I can't. It's the Sorcerer's Stone, right? <laughs> what is happening here? This is not a. Film franchise that I feel comfortable watching with children.
0: Mm. Ooh. Sex appeal. Look out. Yes.
2: That's the new this Harry is like Potter.
0: The, erotic ep- the erotic thrillers episode. Back in. Yeah. All right. We gotta get the white machete on here.
2: We need, yeah. Now that we're doing this remotely, if she can get some kind of setup.
0: I, I think the we could probably the be, limit.
2: We, I'll work on that.
0: I'll work on yeah. that. I think I think the white machete would be down for that.
2: Cause that would be cool. Cause then we like how cool would it be if we could have like an Avengers assemble and get all six of us. In one audio podcast, dude. What's stopping
0: us? What's stopping us other than the equipment? (laughs) The the (laughs) maybe a time zone. The very means to be able to do this. Yeah, yeah. People on. But But, take your stimulus. Just take your stimulus. Stimulus yourself. Yeah, that bonus stimulus and a recorder, which to 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 record the episode. Yeah,
2: it's not so much to ask. It's a on, it's man. a thing, people. It's relatively simple.
0: Stimulate the economy and buy a. Microphone.
2: Stimulate the economy. The rode pod mic, one hundred dollars. Yeah. It's easy. <laughs> it's so easy. A baby could do it. A baby could
0: do it. A are baby a, could. Are you not better
2: than a baby? I think you are because <laughs> I have I seen you. some babies and they don't. They can't even they do. They, they can't do anything.
0: Assassins.
2: A baby couldn't even actually physically hold a candle. <laughs> I mean, think about it. <laughs> Put a candle in a baby's hand <laughs> and the baby would drop it because babies drive, can't hold they candles. They can't do it. They're just too they're just no.
0: damn. They have no motor skills whatsoever. You just,
2: you just give a candle to a baby while you're holding a candle and look at that baby and say, which one of us can hold a candle? And the yeah, answer is you, not you, baby. You,
0: you can't. You can drool and, and poop in your, your diaper, but you can't hold this candle.
2: And then then you know what I would do? I would I would pick that baby up and I would put that baby in a corner. That's just just because no <laughs> no 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 nobody puts babies. and people's like bed. nobody puts baby I was like i just did i just while did. i was holding we a candle about that boom i was holding a candle next to the baby it wasn't lit so don't worry it was just i was just holding on to it baby a was never in danger there was no danger but i did put the baby in the corner there That's is a ba- there
0: is a pack and play in the corner and i put that baby in the pack yes. and play yes
2: he is napping look he looks very content He's, he's very a very contented baby.
0: He has his blankie and his little stuffed animal and he's in the corner.
2: Everything's and fine he,
0: and the candle was never lit.
2: Yeah, the baby but the baby the baby cannot hold a candle <laughs> next to me. But the fact Can't, remains
0: that baby cannot hold a it's candle. It's documented it does at this point. Not
2: have the strength. No. The dexterity. A baby does not have the dexterity to hold <laughs> a candle. It's just physics and science and and math.
0: Just just drop it. It's, it's a baby. Yeah. It's, it's a, a baby. baby. It's a cute little baby. <laughs> it's just, a baby, just adorable, but it can't hold a candle. Nope. To the white machete and the other cinema masters.
2: Exactly. This I is just will a public take service cinema
0: masters. When it comes to candle holding, I will always ten out of ten I, times. Take yeah. It. Our adult arms. Yes. Our strength as adults <laughs> to hold a candle.
2: I think even if I was stricken with some sort of. Um, Moderate arthritis. Mm-hmm. My ability to hold a candle would you know, still I, I have surpass that of bit a baby.
0: Of a carpal tunnel situation. See, going on, really? you're That's, already
2: afflicted with something.
0: I can still hold a candle, though. Yep. A Yankee candle, not like one of those caroling candles, like large candles that you would put a glass dome around. But if you were just talking, like a little candle, a little yeah. candle that you would put in a jar, just a candle. You could get three for $10. Yep. I could hold that candle. A baby just a standard on the candle. other hand could not hold that candle. No, no. Let's <laughs> not be <it's> ridiculous. <laughs> I
2: mean, that's just, that's preposterous <laughs> on so many levels.
0: <laughs> just keep sucking that pacifier, baby.
2: Yeah. One day. When one day, maybe. Older, when you're older, yeah. maybe, perhaps. When you have eclipsed baby status and you have moved <laughs> developmentally into the next phase of your being. When you're capable then, of rolling over
0: and crawling out of the corner.
2: Yep. I'll then give I'll give you a candle.
0: candle. We'll see how it goes from there. Yeah. Still not going to light, light that it. that candle, then you can be a master. Yeah.
2: That's one of the but first tests. then,
0: just, just knock it off, baby. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was, <laughs> now that that was we, pointless. Now that we that got was, that out of the way. That was a waste
0: of everybody's time. Let's talk about recasting the three amigos. Let's recast the three amigos. You were talking about...
2: We Carmen. About? Carmen. Carmen. Yes, Carmen. Beloved Carmen. So, uh, and uh, two of these names, um, when I give you a frame of reference, it'll jog your memory, but you might not necessarily know them just based on their name. Hit me. Um, I'll I'll give you the two that I didn't go with. Uh, Rosa Salazar. Don't know who that is. She played Alita. In uh, mm. in in the uh, Alita movie that James Cameron mm. put out last year, I have not seen that movie. I it was, would like to. It see was it pretty. Well. De- it was pretty decent. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it. looked okay. I wasn't it looked sure okay. that I was going so to, she, but I she's
0: thought it was. She's the robot. Yes, yeah. She's the she's the a female. Yes, young. Yeah. Okay.
2: Which actually, I believe, and I should have put it down now that I'm going to mention it, but Car- that was one of the things. Carmen, the the actress that played her, was considerably younger. Oh, I think by okay. like ten she, plus she, years. She then. she. she... Came across a bit older. She, she like. Yeah, she came across very mature, but I think just age-wise, she was much younger than the actual, uh, the main actors.
0: Fair enough, um, fair enough.
2: Uh, Natalie Morales is my other choice. She, uh, she played Lucy on uh, Parks and Rec. Um, uh, Aziz Ansari's uh, girlfriend slash wife. Oh, the end of the
0: wow. That's a deep cut right there. Yes. Well done, that's, sir. Well done. That's what
2: you get. That's what you get from me. Some deep cuts. <laughs> but. So Alita, I'm thinking of the, the I'm more familiar, like in
0: a theatrical movie, I'm going to go yes. with the Alita. But.
2: Probably. I, I went with, I went with, she's, I, I would say she has, um she, she's already got, I mean, she's the name, you'll, I mean, you know her by the name, but I, I would say that there is some potential uh, for an acting career. I've seen her mm-hmm. in a couple of things. Okay. Um, I I went with Selena Gomez.
0: Oh. Oh yep. snap! Yeah, she was. She was in the zombie movie recently. Yes, she
2: was. Me?
0: Yeah, uh, and she
2: was. She was quite capable. It wasn't a big was role. She was fine. Um, and I, I think that I think that's the thing is like this. I mean, this is the by far. I mean, the the biggest leading female role. But mm-hmm. I think when you uh, when She's you undertake, like, it's the, like the only female role. Yeah, when you when you undertake the entirety of the movie, while she is uh, pivotal in in her importance, there's much larger characters at play in the overall movie. So I was like, okay, I feel like Selena Gomez is a name. So here's you the could, thing. Yeah.
0: Selena Gomez is an attractive person. Yes. And she's just the type of person that you might want to go up against, like an El Guapo.
2: Exactly. If,
0: if, if Selena Gomez were, were kidnapped by an El Guapo,
2: uh, I might risk the danger to rescue exactly
0: her if she were to be mine. So that's, and that's, that's, a, good, that's a good choice.
2: You got to have that motivation. So then- <clears throat> then i got my el guapo and Jefe. and hefe's oh, okay give me el guapo
0: uh, that's a huge one a huge one cuz el guapo to me really is kind of like the x factor in the movie he's really funny in the movie yes he has just a few lines and he has to deliver them pretty seriously cuz he's the bad guy but he, he, everything he says is hilarious to me
2: um uh, the and and this was cuz i had i had two pairs um, I had, if I went with the one guy for my El Guapo, I was going to go with my, this other guy for Hefe. And if I went with this, the, the guy that I went with, I was like, okay, then I want to go with this guy for Hefe. Cause, Cause they I got like, there. They are, they're like a pair, you know, yes. they're a couple. You gotta, they you gotta, very you gotta, much you gotta
0: are. cast them in that. You gotta think about that. I gotta have two actors that were working well together.
2: So I'm, I'm going to do So for my Hefe, mm. um, uh, the my, my least, least known okay. um, is, uh, 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 I'm, I'm sure I'll probably say this somewhat incorrectly, uh, Moises Arias. Mm. Um, he, uh, I think his biggest claim to fame, uh, he was in the Nacho Libre movie. Uh, I, I really enjoyed him in a movie called The Kings of Summer. If you saw his face, you would probably recognize okay. him. Okay, okay. Um, so
0: who was he in Nacho Libre? Because I've seen that a couple of times.
2: Uh, Juan Pablo. Oh.
0: He was he was one of the kids. Oh, okay. He was okay.
2: much younger. I th- I want to say he might have. Uh, let's see. What are some of the other things that he did earlier? He was okay. I th- he was on Hannah Montana. I d- that was kind of outside of my <laughs> of course, of course. That's but he I he played Rico long. on that show. He was okay. kind of the All squirrely right. little kid in that. Okay. Um, okay. He was also in but a movie you didn't called go with Noobs. Them, right? That was no. He one was one of the choices. He was one of the choices. Right. At my my other, my silver medal, mm-hmm. and it was just because I liked the pairing of the other two better. My silver medal was Michael Pena.
0: Oh, I love Michael Pena. Because and it was like oh, Michael Peña. He would be an excellent jefe. He would that be a really a great, great jefe. Yes, yes. I agree. I agree. And the, so the, so whoever you picked is better than Michael Pena? Those
2: the the reason the reason that I didn't end up going with Michael Peña is um I felt like even though I loved the pairing of him and my choice for El Guapo that would go together I felt like he would have eclipsed my El Guapo mm. just comedically mm-hmm. and so I was like that was what kind of sealed it for me so what I ended okay. up going with for for my jefe was Diego Luna of uh,
0: Diego Luna now that, that that's a name that I know I've heard
2: he was he was in uh, Star Wars um
0: Oh, oh, is he rogue squad? Rogue. Yeah, yeah, rogue one. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay.
2: Yes, and he's he's right. been in a number of things. Um, okay, he's he's kind of a, a rising star, I think, in some respects. He's, I mean, he's, I think, he's recognizable enough. I liked because he does have some kind of he he has some comedic chops, but I, I liked the the relationship that I had with him and the my proposition for El Guapo. Mm-hmm. So I will I'll go ahead and just kind of transition into my El Guapo. So my third for this, and mostly because he just he, he could have pulled it off, mm-hmm. but I I did I, I couldn't find a good uh, jefe to go with him, but my third choice was Jimmy Smiths, because uh, he oh, just oh, has my goodness he's 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 a lot he would have been a lot older but he could have still pulled it off.
0: For um, Sure. Well, you know, Guapo wasn't like a young guy.
2: Right no, now. no. He had some gray in that some some salt
0: in that beard.
2: And even because even the, the guy that ended up choosing, if you are going to put him in it, it, you would have to age him a little bit because he's a little bit younger than the El, than the, uh, El Guapo Alfonso Arau because uh, Tony Plana, I should have mentioned that, Tony Plana was the original jefe. Guess what? We got Jack the Podcast Dog. We got Jack the Podcast Dog. That is what I'm talking about right there.
0: He is down here with us. He is. We'll see how he does. Uh, he... He is freaking out because, like, he is down in the basement. He never comes down to the basement. Okay, but we're gonna give this a try. We're gonna All see right. how this goes. I'm hoping he'll just kind of eventually be like, "Ah, oh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm good. I'm good. I'm finally. I'm finally part of the show. I'm just gonna lay down on the ground." Yeah. Okay. So you were talking about El Guapo.
2: All right, El Guapo. We've got so Jimmy <laughs> Spence was was one of my choices. So my choice that I would have had to go with Michael Pena because this was my duo. Oh Michael
0: um, Peña comes back up again. Okay.
2: No, no, Mike, Michael Peña would have paired. He would have been my jefe to this El Guapo, Benicio Del Toro. Oh, interesting. And it, and it was when I was like cuz Benicio Del Toro can be humorous when he wants to be. Um he but can it, be. He was it was a bit it humorous in Guardians. It was it was one of those where it's like he cuz he's he's got a very different kind of sense of humor. So I think he would have like it wouldn't it wouldn't have been as in your face cuz there was a part of El Guapo where he was a lot of it was he the joke was how much smarter he was than everyone else. So there was Uh, a smart sense of the humor. Exactly. (laughs) And so would you say I have a plethora of peñatas? Do you know what a plethora is? And so I was like, all right. But in in that dynamic, I'm like "Ah," I almost feel like Michael Peña would really just kind of eclipse Benicio del Toro and so it just kind of short-circuited for me. Yeah. So um my my what I ended up going with to pair up with Diego Luna was Pedro Pascal.
0: Oh, okay, Pedro Pascal, okay. I
2: was like, okay, if you age age him up a little bit, you know, give him some of that salt and pepper beard mm, and you can do it. it which you and he's I mean he's he's got a lot of gas in the tank right now with everything he's been doing. Mm. I was like, okay, he's got that charm now and he's Pe- got the what's wit. What's
0: Pedro Pascal been in?
2: Uh well he's uh he's the Mandalorian. Right, exactly. And so, he's um, uh, uh, and he's he I mean, also he's, in Game of Thrones. Yes, and he was uh in, in that uh, that one uh, Narcos show, I believe. He was in the Kingsman. He, yes, he was in the Kingsman. He's he's been in a good number of things, and uh, and he plays he can he plays a bad guy off and on, and he can play a very likable bad guy. That's so I was true. like, he okay, can. I was like, all right, so. With that, I was like, okay, well now I have to go on. I got to do Lucky, Dusty and Ned.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: I do not envy you, sir. That I was like, all right, these I mean these are three I mean these are Amigos. three comedic <laughs> icons. I mean these are right. these are guys that I mean have I mean been, you know, kings of this industry for mm-hmm. decades
0: with an SNL pedigree.
2: Yes. And let's see one of one of my three uh, has an SNL background.
0: uh It has to. You have to go SNL. A yes. Bit. You got to mine um, some.
2: Let's see. I had, I had an SNL uh alum for each of the three roles in my choices.
0: That's great. That's great. Even if so, they're not the final choice, it's good to hear them. Good yes. To see that they're getting. Support. I was like,
2: okay, I got to I got to I need somebody from SNL because ultimately the end is like that was what like. I felt like I was falling too quickly into, well, these are, this is a natural SNL progression. And I was like, I don't necessarily want that. I was like, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of challenge it a little bit. So I my, appreciate my, that my, my Ned, um, my Ned, I went, I went, this was one, I went a little bit off the reservation on it. I was like, yeah, all so right, this would be the Martin short. This is my Martin short role. Up. And so my, um, I, my SNL alum that I had originally gone with was Mikey day. Um, mikey oh, okay he's okay. he's he's got i think a lot of the same kind of qualities not as big of a star obviously as a martin short um and uh but the same kind of likable quality i mean he could he could play a, a really lovable you know little brother to the other two in the way that um martin short you know ned really was you know kind mm-hmm. of just the naive Happy go lucky little guy next to Lucky and right. Dusty, who kind of knew what right. was going on. was like on. an
0: old. He's kind of an older guy, but he was yeah. very
2: childlike. Yes. So I was like, okay, Mikey Day. I could see Mikey Day, and then I was like, okay, well, Charlie Day. Charlie Day could be Charlie I Day. Could, I could like Charlie Day in this, and then he's this is Charlie Day. This is this is where this is where I just told you, I was like, you know what? So this mean, there was a the third day that you actually landed on. I, I wanted, I really wanted there to be. I was like, who oh, else is day, day, day. Does anybody else have a day? Daniel Day-Lewis? No, that doesn't count. That would be weird. <laughs> oh, my God. That would um, be
0: great lucky. Or great
2: Ned. So this this one, um I just, it was a total, I mean, just kind of hit me. And I was like, you know what? I, I like this. I like this because it's a little different. And I went with Kevin Hart.
0: Ooh, he, very nice. Very and I was like, you know what?
2: Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart has that ability to play both like a really savvy, sarcastic, I can control the whole thing. Yeah. Or he can be like, hey, I'm Kevin Hart. I'm the lovable guy that's kind of just here for fun. And I was like, he's short. He is. That I was like, that doesn't, that doesn't hurt. You need somebody a little <laughs> no. petite, a little bit more petite in this role. So uh so then oh, that moves me on to Dusty. So okay. then I'm like, okay, Chevy Chase. Oh, oh, man, that's tough, another tough. That's another formidable one. It's like, you know, take it to consider Chevy Chase. Um, he's a taller fellow. That was one of the he things is. I wanted to and so, and then there, you know, Chevy Chase was always very physical in his comedy. He's a very
0: physical comic. Yes.
2: And so I was like, All right, I feel like that's gotta play some kind of role in this. Um, so uh, my the two that I didn't go with, uh Jason Siegel. I was mm. like, okay. I was like, okay. I could he he's he's got a, you know he could play, you know uh, a savvy guy that's you still kind of stupid with a dry wit. That yeah, and uh, so I was like, wow, well, Jason Jason Siegel, he's better at playing kind of the big dumb funny guy. That's true. Um, he he could he could pull it off. I, I don't I don't he's think that he's a
0: bit he, too lovable to replace yeah. a Chevy.
2: And so and then I was like, then the next one that popped in my head, just because he's been on my radar a lot more lately, it was like Zachary Levi. I was like, okay, I, I I like I like him a lot. Um, I wish he was in more things because I really ha- I do like Zachary it, Levi. Is he
0: was he in the um? He was, was Shazam. he a Jack Blackish type character or who am I? Who he, Zachary Levi? He uh
2: he well, he was um Shazam.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yes, yes.
2: So so he, he was in Chuck. Yes. So there's I mean like you got that. Chuck because and part of it was that I just finished watching Chuck probably about a month ago or so and there's a there's a there's it's a big part show. it's pretty good. it really is It was a great show I loved it I wish I it like Adam Baldwin longer. in that show oh he was fantastic that was I mean honestly I was really impressed that they kept as much of the cast even the smaller supporting roles through the entire thing because I thought it was great it was just a fantastic show Um, and I, I really do like Zachary Levi and I wish he was in more things because he's just, I think he's a really great actor. So he was, he was there, but I was just like, it, it wasn't, it just wasn't gelling for me. And so then, then, then I was like, okay, this is my SNL alum. And, um, and this is a guy to me, it just, it just, it clicked. It fit both from his early, early on persona and kind of where he is now in his career, where there's a little bit more season to him, Andy Samberg. Ooh, okay. i'm like this this is a guy to me it's like because andy sandberg can really nail physical comedy really well um and especially because i love him i mean brooklyn 99 is probably one of my favorite shows of all time um and seeing him because he's a lot of the stuff people have seen him in he's a very juvenile character mm-hmm. but where he's at now in his career watching him on brooklyn 99 like he's there there's i mean like they even kind of there was an episode in this uh, in this season i think they're in the 7th season right now um where they kind of played to the fact that he's not a total goofball screw up right. you know young right. guy Anyway, like he's he's grown up and he's you know he still is a goofball but like he's responsible and he's a so it was like okay that's that's dusty it was like the physical comedy you know he's so it was like all right Andy Samberg Kevin Hart i like i like that pairing so then it was like okay and of, like of all th- of all three of them for me, uh, Steve Martin is my favorite. I mean, like I love Martin short and I love Chevy chase, but Steve Martin yes. is he's just the glue. always, he's the glue of that. He, he is. And he's always been one of my favorite comedians. I mean, he's just one of those guys like this guy's just since he came on the scene has been phenomenal. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, this is, this is the hardest one for me. And in my, in my initial, especially because I thought he could really nail this, a similar look. Um, and because I had Andy Samberg in mind for, um, uh, for Dusty, Bill Hader was one of the guys that popped to my head as, as oh, a Steve Martin. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, your
0: SNL connection, right? Right.
2: I was like, okay. So we got SNL. We got, it was like, and he, he and Andy would work well together. I was like, that feels like it's just kind of too easy of a thing. Like, I don't want to just like recreate, like, oh, yeah, they did well in this. Yeah. And and we this. got like
0: a, we got like a hot rod kind of. Yeah. Going.
2: <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And then I was like, and then I was like, okay. Well, there's Steve Carell. He's, I mean, he's kind of a seasoned comedian okay. guy now. I could but see I was that. like, I could see that. But, uh, but it, it was the same kind of thing. It was, it was still like, all right, there. But can like, he play a banjo? Exactly. It's like, <laughs> a, and and there, I think there's a part where it's like, I, I need somebody that I, I I really need that this guy is going to bring everything together. He's got to have the comedy. He's got to have the sense. He's got he's got to really command everything. And he's he, like you said, he's the glue. And I landed on Jason Bateman. And I was like, I uh, love Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman, Andy Samberg well and Kevin done, Hart. Sir. Well, I was done. like, all right, choice. I sure. think I would watch this movie. And yeah. I was like, I think I, I think this I think this works. So that is that is my recasting of The Three Amigos.
0: I like that. I would watch that movie. Uh, Three Amigos is like one of those beloved uh, childhood flicks of mine. And, yes. You know, like anytime you you're dealing with recasting or rebooting the possibility of rebooting a movie that you loved growing up, uh, it's uh you know it, it's a that's a it's, hard it's, one. It's, yeah, it is. It's, it's a hard sell. It's a hard sell, but I, I would totally like I like those actors. I like Kevin Hart, and uh, I, I really like Andy Samberg, and uh, and uh, of course I'm like a big fan of Jason Bateman. So like yeah. I could see that I could see that working now.
2: That's why I oh. felt I was like, I got I gotta go more mainstream on this. This is too big of a thing for me to be like, All right, dude. there was a guy he played uh he played construction worker number two <laughs> in this indie <laughs> flick I saw eight years ago. I was like, No, I gotta I, we need to pull out some big guns on this one. And you know I'm gonna go mainstream on my flick too, so <laughs> well, there's and what well, you're you're up against a very similar proposition mm-hmm. with Caddyshack. I mean it's like yeah. going with a lot of unknowns would probably, you know, not work I, out I, very well.
0: I'm very curious to hear how you're going to react to some of my
2: verses. I'm very eager. I'm very eager. Ooh, all
0: right, so like, I guess I'm up, right? I'm up to bat. Uh, you, it's, it's all you. 1980s Caddyshack, and uh, you know what? I really, I really try to do a little bit extra. I try to do a little bit of an ad. Adam Peterson and and Oh nice. yeah, I didn't just pick one person. Like I actually went a couple I went two, three deep on some of these. Nice. Now some some actors like just clicked. Like I'd like, okay, yeah. This guy is perfect for this character. And I can't imagine anybody else redoing this character than this person. So, you know, I didn't go three deep on all of these, but some of these I actually went three deep on, maybe and, and in some cases even further deep. So uh, I'll be I'll be curious to see how you how you like Some of my casting choices. Okay. Um, So here are the characters for Caddyshack that I decided to recast. Uh, I did Lou, the Brian Doyle Murray character. I did Maggie, uh, who was the uh, girlfriend of Danny. Yeah, Danny's girlfriend. Yeah, played by Sarah Holcomb. I did Scott, who was one of the Caddies. He was a Tony Denunzio. He was the the bully. The Bully, right? Yeah. Uh, I did Carl, of course, Bill Murray. And I did, uh, well, there's Danny as Michael O'Keefe. I recasted him. Uh, the Judge, Ted Knight.
2: Ted Knight. Um, You'll get gonna, nothing and like it.
0: <laughs> Al, Ronnie Dangerfield, and Ty, of course. Cheese. Very nice. Okay, so I'm going to start with- That is um, a cast. I applaud oh your reputation. So difficult. What a movie. What a movie. I, I just love that movie. <clears throat> okay, so let's start with Lou, Brian Doyle Murray. Not easy. He's uh, a Murray, and some of the some of these actors actually considered f- for different roles, like, you know, um, like like for example, like the the actor that I just settled on for Lou, like I actually considered for some of the other cast. So very nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so for for Lou Brian Doyle, and Murray, the actor that I I, I came up with one actor, uh, I thought the perfect actor for this role, uh, Nick Offerman.
2: Ah, very nice. <laughs>
0: yes, I can absolutely see uh, the the uh, you know the the character of Lou, the uh, the boss of the caddies, basically. Yep, I could totally see Nick Offerman nailing this role. Uh, he Nick Offerman's an interesting um, he's an interesting actor because he's he's very hilarious, but he's his his comedy comes with a bit of a subtlety, and yes, you know. Uh, Brian Doyle Murray, who's found success in a lot of, of course, Bill Murray movies, um, he he's not the kind of guy who's going to steal steal the show, but he obviously has a lot of comedic chops.
2: Yeah, there's value um, to so, what he's adding.
0: Uh, Jack, the podcasting dog, actually chewed a pair of headphones up already. Nice. Uh, <laughs> he's a dog. <laughs> he ate a Dogs pair of that, my thing. headphones in the amount of time that I've we've been working on this. So thanks, thanks, Jack. Okay, boy, so, Jack. <laughs> At a boy, Jack. Thanks for contributing by ruining a pair of headphones. Okay, uh, so yeah, so I went with Nick Offerman. I I really I really like the idea of Nick Offerman too in an ensemble cast. I think like oh, yeah. his, you know, uh, working on like I don't think Nick Offerman is like a leading comedic actor is gonna put a lot of butts in seats. But you know, you you take like it, you know, his his crowning achievement in, in Parks and Rec. He he isn't a he's a vital. Character like he—he's so great with all the, the ensemble cast of Parks and Rec, and I could—I could, I could actually—I would love to see Nick Offerman in this movie.
2: Oh, absolutely! I mean, and that's one of the things. Like when you, when you put Nick Offerman, because he, he—he's like he's like the just when when you got to yet you're putting your you know you're putting your stew to get, you maybe getting a stew on you get your stew on as Carl oh, Weather's yeah. would say.
1: Absolutely,
2: maybe you got a stew going. You know, you get your Carl <laughs> Weathers in there. And he's got a stew going. You know, you throw you just throw a pinch of Nick Offerman in there just enough to kick it up a notch. You're just like, a oh, dash of Offerman. That did it. That really that took what we had, what we I was enjoying it. And man, that just that a couple of those, you know, you get a little a couple of a handful of cutscenes at the cat at the actual caddy shack with Nick Offerman and the kids. And you're like, that would be fantastic. That would be uh, and it'd be a change of pace from right, and he would be other. great to bounce off young
0: actors yep. too, for sure. Oh yeah. <clears throat> okay, so so playing off of that, um, I the character of Maggie, uh, who is the girlfriend of of Danny Michael Keaton, I I thought wouldn't it be great? And I didn't I didn't actually ultimately go with it because I thought it, maybe it's a little too on the nose. But I thought wouldn't it be fun to put Aubrey Plaza in there? Oh, I like it. Yeah, but you know what? I didn't go with Aubrey Plaza. Now this this character is not so important to be honest in the grand scheme of this. But I you know, a character that I would like to see in more movies, who I think is really talented and has not had a lot of opportunities in film. In fact, I think one of the only movies that I've seen her in was a Will Ferrell movie called Get Hard. She played like the uh, no, wife of Will Ferrell. Was it Alison yep. Brie, who's yes. one of the funniest actresses. She really, really in television. I mean, she She's in Bojack. She's in The Glow. Uh, community. She was on, par- uh, what was Community, right? Yeah, I mean, she's, she's fantastic. She's really community. funny. I love her. And she's so sexy, too. I mean, she's a really hot, yeah. hilarious, hilarious actor. So I, I went with Alison Brie just I for like the it. fact that I, like, I would like to see more Alison Brie. Yeah. And I think Aubrey Plaza would have been just fine. But I think Aubrey Plaza also benefits a whole lot from being opposite of Chris Pratt. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... And and you know not to say that she's not a hilarious person she is but I mean that I just I just don't know like
2: I she's got a very directed her, sense of humor
0: yeah she's very weird it's it's a very you know you got to have a specific uh, like I liked her in that what was the movie with Zac Efron in it where uh, and it also had oh yeah uh,
2: Mike and Dave need wedding days so yeah, that was a I great she was movie. really that was good in, in
0: that that was really one of her better. Uh, movie roles that she was in, and uh, she just, but she she just got to be kind of this weird character. Yeah, worked. Uh, so that that brings me to Scott, the uh, Tony denunzio character, yes. the bully, as you'd put it, which is really interesting that you say that because like who who's an actor who's a comedic actor that plays a good bully, and I, so here's where my movie starts to deviate a bit. Uh, my caddies are not necessarily going to be high school aged kids.
2: Okay, um, I'm fine with I, that.
0: I'm like let let's go with older, uh, more of like why are these guys still being caddies and there's nice. some comedy to be mined in that kind of a scenario. Uh, so for my Tony D'Annunzio Scott character, I, I and I never miss an opportunity to get this guy in the in the fold. But I went with Danny McBride. Ah, uh, very nice. <laughs> I like him as the antagonist uh, to the Danny character he's like the it. ultimate antagonist and he he just he he really makes the best like he's such a hilarious funny guy uh, I, I I anytime I can get Danny McBride in a movie I'm gonna take it
2: he and he would work he would work well with the offerman too like the, it, like oh, having to be absolutely. subservient to Nick Offerman oh in gosh. that role would absolutely. be fantastic
0: absolutely so here here's where things start to get a little bit tricky and I have a bit more choices so Carl uh, Bill Murray's character, Carl. Oh my gosh! Bark like had a dog. Four. I had four. <laughs> oh gosh! It's a Cinderella uh, story.
2: It's a Cinderella, which story. is nice.
0: Possibly the breakout character from the movie. Oh. I mean, like the the beauty of Caddyshack is like everybody can have their favorite character, and you're yep. not wrong. Absolutely. Like, who's the main character of Caddyshack? You could go four or five different ways. You really can. But but Carl is one of the first main characters. I would argue. Uh. So I I had 4. This is the only one that went 4 deep. Ooh. It's just so many thoughts went. Okay. So I'm going to go with my least likely actor okay. that I think would be a good
2: we we'll build the tension.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to go with Tom Segura. Okay. Is uh, my okay. first It was my one of my initial thoughts like what he he would play that kind of slobby kind of you yeah. know uh off the beaten path sort of strange uh, tight. He, like I I could yeah. see him as a Carl, but obviously though, but when you're going with Carl, you're gonna have to go with a little bit more uh, name recognition. Yeah, and Tom Segura. Unless you're just really into like you know stand up comedy, you're not gonna recognize the guy. And I don't even really true. think he's been in very many movies, if any at all. Yeah, only
2: a handful of things, little small roles. Yeah, yeah. So you really can't hand
0: the role of Carl over to Tom Segura, even though I really enjoy him and I think he would be an okay Carl. I think he would. Really I think so fun. too. So one of the, like, crazier thoughts I had go through my head was Kevin Hart. (laughs) Uh And I don't know if he was really ever, like, truly a contender, but I like Kevin Hart, especially when you consider some of my other considerations for actors in the movie. I think he works well with some of my other... uh, uh, choices. So and that's a
2: very that. viable point to make is yeah. okay, yeah. it's not just recasting this one person. It's how does this person, this role, in in you know, changed in just the right way. How does that fit within the temperature of everything else going on? Exactly. Around?
0: And 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 the role of Carl, like Kevin Hart's just like the first. So you gotta keep that in mind when you hear some of my future uh, acting choices, like I think he would work well, and I think he he he's kind of a kinetic guy, you know. Like I think he could definitely pull that unstable Carl kind of
2: ness, and it would be really interesting to see because it would. I think comedically, I definitely think that he could play it. Oh, I yeah. think it would be a very different role for him. He wouldn't. me forget would,
0: Dan Aykroyd's portrayal, yeah, oh, which would be
2: fine. Which would be <laughs> yes. fine. Yeah,
0: high
2: pitched uh, so, nonsense. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, terrible.
0: So my backup choice, my second choice is somebody that I really, really, really enjoy a lot. I've always been a huge fan of his, but I feel like his star, like his opportunities have come and gone. He's had a couple and I just don't think he's ever gonna hit. Uh, but so my 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 backup, my silver medal for Carl is Jason Manzukis. <laughs>
2: okay oh that would I would I would watch that I he, would watch that he is
0: absolutely insane he he portray. He, he's like the perfect uh wild card you don't like yeah. anything everything he says could potentially be insane or crazy but it's just he he has like a comedic sense like he could really oh he it absolutely does Um, so I, I really enjoy him in movies like the house. I, I liked him in dirty grandpa. I think it was one of the movies he was in. He's, he's really funny. He's a great guy. And of course he's one of the co-hosts on the great podcast. Uh, how did this get made? Uh, I I just don't think Jason Manzoukas is ever going to be like the household name. Uh, I unfortunately, maybe it's just right. his unconventional looks or something. I don't know what it is, but he's, and he's a bit older now. So he's just, you know, some, sometimes you just don't make it, but, uh, that doesn't mean you're not hilarious and you could, yeah. you couldn't play the role Oh, absolutely. Well. Um, so I, I couldn't help, but selecting this actor as my Carl, I think he's kind of one of those, like, you know, there's certain actors who are just born to play certain roles. Uh, and if and if Bill Murray had never played Carl, like I, you know, I could see in another universe, in another alternate universe, uh, Jim Carrey would be a great Carl.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that.
0: His his ability to improv, because uh, I think that's what makes Carl so great. All of his best lines are just improvisations. Oh totally. Uh, and Jim Carrey was just you know, and especially coming off of the success of Sonic. Uh, i, I yeah. think like he has a little bit of juice you you could put a jim carrey in like your third or fourth leading man in a caddyshack remake and people would go oh yeah i could totally see jim carrey as carl he's the guy this movie like he was kind of born to play
2: <laughs> yeah cuz uh, well cuz he cuz it's it really is i mean it was a it was a sort of character that uh murray had done in a way or two on saturday Night live yeah leading up yeah. to this so it was a the character cheeseburger guy like i could see him yeah and thing. so it, it's when i was like okay is it was a character-esque thing that that murray had been you know kind of working with and and finessing and in that same way like that's one of the that's one of the huge strong suits for a jim carrey is you know come up with a character and just kind of work it out to the nth degree to where you get to a place where like this is a fantastic character. This is an Ace Ventura. This is a Lloyd yeah. Christmas. This is a, you know, fire marshal Bill, you know, and he could totally do that with.
0: That's true. Cause Carl, like you could totally see him like on a living color sketch, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The kind of guy he would come in, deliver like an SNL living color, whatever. Like he, that that's Jim Carrey.
2: Cause there's a very cartoony quality to the character of, I mean, there's a lot of goofy stuff that happens, but you know, as, especially when you, when you, When you're pairing Bill Murray up with a little motorized gopher, I was like, that's obviously (laughs) the most cartoony point of the entire movie. Everything else is kind of like, "Okay, this is just the the goofiness, a coming of age, you know, this kind of stuff. I was like, but the Bill Murray part that really is just like, okay, as there's a little bit over the top in some respects to it. But Jim Carrey would totally nail that. That's I'm that's totally kind of how he's that.
0: made his bones, you know, like just over the Absolutely. top, and yeah. So that's my Carl. I decided to go with him. Okay, uh, next character, and and now like I I placed this over Carl, not necessarily because like he's a more popular character, but like Danny was supposed to be like the emphasis, like the main point of view character yeah. of Caddyshack. It just didn't end up that way. So I think he's an important uh, actor character in the movie. Um, so for Michael O'Keefe. I'm like, who who's a guy who can hold his own, uh, who's not who's like a handsome like face, like an uh, but but also capable of comedy. Yeah, uh, and and a couple guys came to mind. Uh, Dave Franco. Okay. You know, I I liked I I really enjoy Dave, Dave Franco. I think he I think he, he kind of gets. Uh, you know, like a lot of people go like, oh, Danny McBride, like he, not Danny McBride, uh, Seth Rogen. He, he's kind of paired, he's, he's, he's joined to the hip with Seth Rogen. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, and for, you know, and he does, I think do his best comedic work with Seth Rogen, but you look at a movie like Why Him, uh, he, he's still a really funny guy. Like he doesn't necessarily have to have Seth Rogen to be at his best. No. Uh, but. But he's not who I went with. Like and you know, I think he can be funny and like he he's really, you know, but he's he's not really the guy. Like you need more of a uh clean like more of a guy who is sort of like your all American boy type guy. Yeah. I don't yep. know if Dave Franco's that guy. Um I went with Zach Efron.
2: <laughs> hey, I'm, I cast him as Dumbledore, so i Yeah, right. I'm totally right? fine with that.
0: Yeah, so like you know, Danny's not super important, but he he at least has the ability to uh, Zach Efron. Anyway, he he has the ability to kind of keep up. Uh, he can be funny, surprisingly funny. Uh, oh yeah, and, tremendously. And I, I could see him being a fun a fun foil with uh, Danny McBride. I could see them yeah. too like really having some good laughs against each other. Because they're really like the two characters that interact the most. I mean, you got like Ty obviously, yeah. Interacts with Danny a bunch, but you know, Scott, Tony Denunzio, he's kinda like his, you know, his They're definitively the rivals. Right. They're rivals. So I like, I could see and, the, like those two guys in a and again, not not like in a high school age yeah. kind of way, but like, you know, older like twenties, thirties, like Danny yeah. McBride's actually in his forties, I guess. Uh, I, I could see like you know, like kind of hanging in there as a caddy. There, there's comedy to be go to my to be mined there. I think. Um. So, all right. So, next, my next choice, uh, Ted Knight. I'm like, <laughs> who judge who Smails. can I get to be the judge? Who is a guy who's just going to be like the butt of all the jokes to Rodney Dangerfield's character? Oh, Don't Al? sell yourself
2: short, Judge. You're a tremendous slouch.
0: And I really could only think of one guy who's really made a career of being the kind of the butt of jokes and making the most out of it, like actually not not being like kind of a sad sack, but you know, funny and fun. Yeah, and uh, that's Ben Stiller. Like I could see
2: Ben Stiller, oh, okay, being a fun judge character. I like that. I like that. I yeah. could see that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he he's really good at like playing those like kind of. Um, what? How would you even describe it? Like more important than he thinks. Like he yes. thinks he's more important than he actually is. Yes. He's 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 made a career out of playing characters like that. You know, like like you know, White Goodman from Dodgeball. Oh, it, yeah. Tony you know, Perkis the, from Heavyweights. Yes, yes, another good one. So I I could totally see. And he's he's a bit older. You know, like put a little bit of gray, in. he's a, he's got a little bit of gray
2: already. And he's he's I, got I, the, I, he's got the complex to where you know like he he has to exert his Im- importance because everyone should know I'm very important.
0: Right, yes. And that is Ben Stiller. Like, I think oh, yeah. he would be a really good judge. And you need you need a good judge in order for the next two characters to work. Yes. So, Ben Stiller is a very capable comedic actor uh, who can be the butt of a joke but still be fun. Uh, which that brings me to Rodney Dangerfield recasting Al. Um... Uh, really hard so hard That's and, I, and my choices are all over the board um but so my first thought was Seth Rogen. <laughs> he,
2: he he could he could pull it off he yeah
0: he's he's kind of like another he's one of those guys who is really he he's good at being the uh kind of uh guy who comes in he's like loud he can be loud he's
2: got the loud, loud. center of attention
0: center of attention right goofy up goofy and and i was kind of thinking like oh he might be a good he might you know you get your james your dave frank not dave franco uh, i I said dave franco not james franco i knew who you meant yes 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 uh but like you know like seth rogan's just like a guy you could plug him into anything and he's just he's funny like and I, I'm I'm glad that you've kind of come around a little bit on on uh, stuff. I'm I'm a much
2: bigger Seth Rogen fan than I was yeah, once upon a time. He's,
0: he's just really funny, and I I feel like he he would do that character pretty pretty he would do it justice. But he oh yeah, he's not even he's he's my bronze medal. I thought I like to sometimes take a chance and roll the dice and subvert expectations on some characters. And I know you have a you you have your hand on the pulse here of the Tiffany Haddish.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: Wouldn't it be interesting to have Tiffany Haddish as Ooh. the character who, you know, so she's she like, you know, it. right. So she's, she's, she's like the kind of sassy, sassy and loud. Who comes in, doesn't really fit into the whole like country club scene. Shakes it up a bit. Shakes it up a ton. Uh, really funny. And, 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 but I'm like, could she, is she like a good, is she a good foil to Ben
2: Stiller? I don't know. It would be really interesting to watch. Because I, th- be. I, 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 think, I think she would pull fine.
0: it off. I think she could pull it off too. But I, when it came down to it, I there had there was only one Al. There could only be one Rodney Dangerfield. In the end, fill, there can be only one. In the end, there could only be one. And I had to get this guy in one of one of the characters. This actor was going to be in it. He has to be in a Caddyshack remake, and that's Will Ferrell.
2: <laughs> oh, he's my Al. I love you for choosing him. Yes, that I figure you would appreciate it. I.
0: Will Ferrell, just, he's, he's, he's a comedy royalty. Oh, like he really is. Just really danger-filled. And I, I really would love to see Will Ferrell and Ben Stiller go at it because I don't think oh. they have ever in anything. And it's like, no, I, I don't think, I don't think really so. And fun. that would be
2: a really great. That, that would be really
0: great. I could just see him on the golf course, like, busting out, like, just, just annoying the shit out of, of Ben Stiller. Just, you know, how, how could you go wrong with that?
2: So. Yeah, and especially like if if he went back to just you know like almost like you know SNL roots like mm-hmm. you know anything and everything he's picked up along the way as far as like oh I do this a little bit differently now and you know I was like no just be just be loud and <laughs> yes. and, and just it's crazy. Uh, just be you know hey hey, bud, get off He's the
0: most unpredictable <sighs> comic of the last 20 years and
2: that would just be so fantastic. Yes, I love it.
0: I th- I think he would be the guy. Yes.
2: Um, so that Nailed leaves
0: it. Ty Ty Webb and web. man, God, this was hard because you really need a dry. You know, if, you, yes. if you're really gonna recast Chevy Chase, it's you not easy. Sensi. No, it's not easy. And like I, at first, I thought I'm not even gonna try to recast Chevy Chase. Maybe I'm just gonna go a little bit different route. And <laughs> my bronze medal, the one of the guys that I kind of enjoyed, but it just I didn't feel like it worked well with the rest of the cast necessarily. I thought, wouldn't it be fun to put Dave
2: Chappelle in? as like Oh, character! <laughs> oh, that would be that would be an interesting twist, and I would, would really be. enjoy it. I, I I think it would be fine. I think it would
0: be fine, but I don't think it would actually in reality ever happen, because I mean, Dave Chappelle's just not been in a lot of movies. Uh, yeah, he was in half baked and like uh like a documentary type movie when he was. Still- yeah, he's not
2: been in. He was in screwed with Norm Macdonald and Danny DeVito.
0: I would love to see Dave Chappelle as like a lead. I I would, I would, as like the golfer, like the pro golfer. Yes. I I just, I think that would be really fun. Uh, But I got over that quick. I was like, no, 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 no. That, 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 that's almost like just too different for just being different's sake. Yeah. So there was really only two main contenders. Uh, one you're gonna love, and the other, I'm not so sure how you're the guy <laughs> I went with. You're gonna be like, I'd I like that, but one of them you're really gonna love. So, the character who's a bit the actor is a little bit on the nose for the dry humor, yes, for like a tie who just fits tie like a glove, like uh, is is Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> yes, <laughs> like exactly. I, I could totally see him being a tie, but Ryan Reynolds is in everything,
1: yes, and I'm like, Which well, is fine. I want to.
0: Yeah, which is great. He deservedly so. He's in everything because he's just amazing. He's a great guy. I, I I I just recently heard that he might be in a Dragon's Lair movie, which is, yes. just makes me so oh. happy that for him to be possibly Dirk the Daring. Oh, oh, that would be so. I crazy. cannot. I want that to happen so bad. Uh, but but I like, ultimately, I'm like, you know what? I want to give another guy a shot, who I think will be equally good in this role, and I I decided to give my tie to John Mullaney. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I think he would be a good tie. Like I like that. He's not he's a different he's different than Chevy Chase in a lot of ways. But um, But he's quick. He's, he's quick. Very, yes, he's very quick witted and uh he he's the kind of guy like as, as as much of a of a of an overbearing ass as Chevy apparently seems to be. I don't feel like he tried to steal this movie at all. No. He 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 wasn't. Rodney Dangerfield come was like the way. guy who was really stealing scenes throughout the movie. Yeah, I feel like Ty was just really kind of. He was he was very effortless in his humor, and very very natural, and just a lot of his jokes were just throwaway lines that yeah. he just delivered in that classic Chevy Chase way. Just night I putting could, putting at night. <laughs> right. uh, what
2: what was like the whole like line with
0: Carl where he was talking about you know. He has a pool and a. And
2: a hey, you uh you got a you got a pool over there, don't you? Yeah, we got a, got a pool, we got a pool and a pond. A pond would probably be better for you though.
0: <laughs> that that I could see John Mulaney totally delivering. Oh, he would nail that. that. He, he would, would nail that. He would kill that. And I and also also I would love to see like a movie with John Mulaney, Will Ferrell, and Ben Stiller as like oh. their leads. I think that that would be that really would be pretty fantastic. Movie. It is it, it would be a great film. Uh not not as good as the original in the Caddyshack. None of these movies are as good as the original. Like yeah. Who, who played it better? It's always the original guys. But we, we just try to find actors who are close proximities, try to do them justice. And in yeah. some cases I think we have really inspired picks. I do uh, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do. I honestly feel that way. But um, you know, I feel like my most inspired pick in this cast probably has been Stiller as a judge. Like I, I think that's that, a really great I That's only really had epic. Ben Stiller for the judge. He just, he was, I'll, to be honest, Nick Offerman was my judge for a minute. I, I could have seen him as the judge. I
2: could, I could see, I could see that. Yeah. I, think, I think where you've ben got Stiller, him fits better, he, but yeah.
0: Ben Stiller, like his, his whole, his whole like career has just been the butt of the joke. You know, like, yeah. he's so good at it. Like his whole career. And a lot of times it's really frustrating and difficult to watch sometimes, but he's, yes. he's just... Nobody's better at it than he is. He's no. just so good.
2: He uh, he really owns that role.
0: Yeah. So, like, that that was... Man, that was a mean one. You were always so mean with your choice. I really
2: am. <laughs>
0: I'm such a douchebag. You're such an inglorious bastard when it comes to that. Exactly. Out. Yes. A little bit of a bastard. Yes. But it's fun. It is I I say that jokingly. But it I when you said Caddyshack, it's like I'm gonna have a lot of fun because there's a lot of comedy there, legends. Yeah. There's a lot to play with there. I, I there's a lot to play with. Like I didn't give you a ton to play with with Three Amigos because like part of it too, I could have I gotta, gone gotta go with a Mexican cast too. Like I gotta keep that in mind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> C- Caddyshack Caddyshack was a tough one though. Eh, yeah, Caddyshack is it's It's hard because it's so beloved. It's so iconic. It's so beloved. It's mm-hmm. such. Such a, uh, I mean, uh, everybody knows it, right? It's a big one,
0: and I, I I, wasn't able to cast the gopher, like, I just felt like that was too hard. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess we're just gonna have to go CG, we'll have to get George Lucas on the, yeah. on the horn, maybe. We just got he could do it, he could pull CG it off. Gopher. Yeah.
2: We'll just get the gopher in post, <laughs> we'll do the gopher in post, we'll do the gopher in post.
0: All right, well, that was fun, and I, I really enjoy doing these recastings. I think uh, you get some really interesting choices. Like I said, sometimes you get some really inspired picks. Yes. Uh, I, I really liked how you went with for your Steve Martin. I thought that was a good choice.
2: <laughs> I, I think I think the thing is, really and truly, especially now in the middle of the uh, Ron apocalypse, that, ca- that studios should be listening to our podcast they should. and should be coming to us saying, you guys are visionaries. Heed and we our, would like heed for, our advice. We would like for you guys to be. Casting Normally, you would orders. heed the warning, but just heed yes. our heed yes, our. Yes, just words. listen. Just listen to what we have to say, because <laughs> if you because uh, you guys love remaking crap, and it's like right. we're we're already doing the work for you. We're,
0: we yeah, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a deep catalog of who played it. best. Yeah. and uh, you know we've we've done some we've done some good ones, man. We've got we've been I tell you, future. We've done Goonies. We've done, you know, other movies where you've made me recast hot young. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Young actors. (laughs) I could have gone with super babies. It just made it Uh, just nearly impossible. uh, I want you to recast who are the hottest young babies. Yes. We we need need some Mm. we need today's top baby actors. (laughs) Really, I could just make up anybody's name. That's true. You just uh, up and baby actor. Let's see. uh, In recasting Super Babies, I picked just eight random babies. Eight random names. Baby babies.
0: Sounds like a baby. Tyler.
2: Johansson, Leonard Fargan, (laughs) the baby.
0: Oh my God, he was so great. Is baby number two? Baby number two, Leonard Fargan. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. That's a little bit of our mini episode leading up to our feature presentation, which will be coming your way next week. Oh, you know what? I was teasing my nickname. Should I just continue to tease that out until the you tease it second? out.
2: Tease it out. We'll let's tease it keep, out a little let's bit. Let's
0: just keep stringing that along. Man. Let's tease it, That's it out. That's feature presentation worthy right there. That so is you feature want to find presentation. Out what my nickname is. Cause you know, you got everybody else has got a nickname
2: but me people are on pins and needles get like, you know, ready you just have to waste. get ready
0: for the next episode cuz you're Who shot learn,
2: Mr. Burns?
0: <laughs> who shot JR? You're going to learn what my new nickname is and it's if you've checked out the website then you already know but <laughs> don't, but do, don't that. do that don't, don't do shortcut
2: that. yourself yeah don't spoil don't it. do that
0: don't you spoil it that's just let bad. Us, let us unveil <laughs> Re- seriously. Let it should, be
2: revealed in time.
0: You should check out the website for the Cinemasters you should check of the Universe. The it's, it's pretty awesome. appropriately cinemasters of the Universe.com. Uh, check that out where you're going to see, you're going to get some supplemental material where my man Adam Peterson is, is writing little stories here and there. He's giving us updates on movies that are coming out on DVD blue, DVD and Blu-ray and VOD. And I mean, things yes. are a little bit nutty right now. Keep that here, in mind. But.
2: Here are the updates for the remainder of the year. None. <laughs> none. There are none <laughs> movies coming out for the <laughs> remainder of the year.
0: We, like I said in the last episode, we really picked a great time to launch a website. It's yeah. Crazy. But... Ah, it, but but it, you're, um, you're going to get, you're getting, you're getting other things too. I mean, you know, you, you reviewed what was the Netflix flick with Mark Wahlberg that
2: you did? Oh, the, right? yes. Uh, Spencer. Um, Confidential. Spencer? Yeah. Spencer Confidential. Yeah. yeah I well, really enjoy that one.
0: Yeah. So, you know, if, if you want to hear, like we're not necessarily ever going to talk about Spencer Confidential in in yeah. Cinemasters of the Universe podcast episode. Uh, but you should check out the website because you might get like, oh, I like the Spencer Confidential. I, I would I, like to hear what what Adam and or Ron has to say about that. And you would get, you know, your you would get Adam, not necessarily me.
2: See, but uh, here's on the podcast, you drink and I know things. Yes. And on the website, I write and you make it look way better.
0: Oh, that's true. That's my role on the website. Is yes. I go in and I make pretty pictures. <laughs> yeah, you because
2: really, like, there's times where like I'm looking at something that I wrote. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this looks like really like this looks like somebody who has like real credibility wrote this. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. it's got like pictures and like, oh hey, and here's like here's a quote. Whatnot. Here's a quote that's in here's its own pull, little box. Like an
0: honest to God pull
2: quote. I was like, that looks like it's from a magazine. Yeah. Or a or a real website.
0: We fooled then, all of you. <laughs> and then I was
2: like, wait a minute. I believe I wrote that. So it's just we've worked, we've
0: worked hard on it. I mean, you're really it's just doing shenanigans. A, you just never know what's gonna pop pop in there daily because you just yeah, never check know out. What, what little stories are gonna pop up on there. And uh, if there's so- something
2: that you want me to write about mm. or you want for us to cover, we are a, if nothing else, we are a servant to our fans. We are happy to if you want me to watch the room and write a scathing review of it <laughs> or mother. <laughs> Or mother? Oh, you
0: really? Want to know how I feel about that movie? If you want to know how
2: Ron and I feel about the movie Mother,
0: obscenities. Let's, I don't even know what to say. Like, did I? I was, d- I've never been more upset.
2: Did I write something about uncut gems before we transitioned, or no. did I just? I just railed about it.
0: You just a little bit railing. A little bit offline railing there. Oh. That deserves <laughs> that, that noise. No oh. you if you would like hard. us to rank the Mighty Duck movies, just let us know. And we could do that for
2: you. All, that I will. I'll, the I'll cover. I will cover Mighty Ducks and D two any day of the week. Oh, now, sure. if you put if you Absolutely. put me on D three, it's not like I'm not going to do it, but I'm not going to be as happy. I think as we you can say. all agree that D three is probably the third best. D three is like, oh, we won the Junior <laughs> Olympic, we won the the Junior <laughs> Games, just just, just the junior to dash Goodwill of games. Bombay. That's well, all you I, get. Well, I can't wait for the Mighty
0: Ducks if show that ever happens. Out. Now.
2: If the coronavirus doesn't take out oh, D'Amelio crap. Estevez. Oh, God. Don't if we lose Emilio down. to the coronavirus, oh. <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind.
0: He cannot be the first breakfast club no. to go. You would not imagine. Like you, would, Everybody would have
2: thought Judd Nelson, right? Yeah, take Judd. He's not doing much <laughs> these days. Take Judd. Leave us. Leave Judd us, us Emilio. Forever. Judd, Judd, you
0: can't kill Judd.
2: You can't kill Judd Nelsons. <laughs> the USA Network tried to kill Judd Nelson a hundred mm. times. And he just keeps making more USA Network movies. Want to be in another USA Network movie, Judd? Obviously, no, I do. But he will be. <laughs> yeah, right. He doesn't. They're just like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna write a movie around following you with cameras. They call him
0: Judd. He shows up in the movie.
2: Look, we wrote him.
0: I don't know how he does it. We wrote a
2: USA movie about a mustached man who buys coffee and drives to the gas station. He's a
0: passed out guy in the corner of the room but it's starring Judd Nelson.
2: (laughs) He beats women. Oh, what? Oh, Judd Nelson.
0: That's, what what was the movie or the TV show that Judd Nelson was in that had? um...
2: Suddenly Susan. Yes. (laughs) There you go. He will be better than
0: he was in Suddenly Susan. Yes. Passed out in the corner. Chloroformed. Unconscious. Better. So that's Judd. Check out the website. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Uh, and you can find Adam. You following the Twitter handle at Nighthawk Smash. That's uh, me. Where you'll find the random tweets. The random Just tweets. random nonsense. Oh, my God. It might if not be about movies. It might just be random. Just
2: follow that nope. down on Twitter. It's like a fever dream of nonsense. It is a fever dream of
0: nonsense. I would love to describe our show as that. We should, it we should really aspire is. to that. We should aspire to that. And then you can follow me on. Uh, I usually just post under at Big Podcast. Uh, so because of the Cinemasters is technically under the um Bit Geek umbrella for now at least. Uh, again, sorry, uh, no video component to this podcast. We're just audio only. Uh, but hey, it beats a blank.
2: It does. Uh,
0: rather than just giving up and raising the white flag to coronavirus, we are we are. We're fighting back recording. Yeah, we're, we're not giving up. We're fighting. We're we're fighting the good fight. Bringing exactly bring content to you guys, even though you're not going to work probably. Just you listen know, to listening us. Listening to us all that much? Yeah. Don't if you, if if you're bummed about not going to work, just listen to us.
2: Just listen to us. We'll make you happy. Listen to us. Promise. And watch the movies
0: that we talk about. Exactly. And tell us how good we are. And you can you can rate us and review us, uh, because we have our own feed now. You can actually follow us, Cinemasters on uh, cinema You can search for us on Cinemasters of the Universe in your in your whatever podcast feed, whatever service it is that you're listening to us on, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, Google Play, whatever. It, I don't care. We're there. I do not care. If you were listening to podcasts, you can now search Cinemasters of the Universe and find us, find that beautiful artwork that we paid for. You. You yes, can see it's fantastic. Adam and myself and all the other Cinemasters and cartoon avatars. Glory. It is well worth the money. Well worth the money. I'm very proud of that. So check us out there. Subscribe to us. Rate us. Give us a lovely review. Love us. If you do not like us, just pretend. Just swallow your pride and lie.
2: <laughs> yes, just lie to us. That's fine.
0: How informational we are, and how knowledgeable we are. And if nothing else, you can agree we do enjoy movies.
2: We do a lot.
0: Even if you don't like care about half the things we say, you can at least say that we're passionate about movies, and that's very passionate. Most other movie podcasts, they just go into the motions. We are passionate. We love you. We wish you well. We hope you don't get sick. Do not stay. Social distance? Social distancing. Six feet or more. Okay. Everybody stay at home. Do your part. Flatten the curve for this week. I've been one of your co-hosts, Ron Avis.
2: I've been your other co-host, Adam Peterson.
0: We'll see you next time.